are in times of trouble. We pray for all families who are estranged from one another. We pray that the storms of life that threaten to batter them against the rocks will be abated and be replaced with peace and harmony. We give you thanks for families that have met every year for 64 years to celebrate Oh, those words of the psalmist, how good it is when people live together in unity, when families live in one accord. It is like oil on the head. It is like precious oil running down into Aaron's beard. We pray for those who have lost loved ones during this time. We mourn their passing, but we celebrate the memories of the light they shared into this earth. We thank you for being called to be a people who know how to walk the troubled road and to dance when others are looking with those who need to celebrate. Be with all those who suffer, those who suffer from addiction, Help those who are without means find work, a home, shelter, people that they can rely on. We ask all this in the name of your Son who taught us to pray, saying, Our God, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Our epistle reading this morning comes from the 2 Corinthians, chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Listen for the word of God. As we work together with Christ, we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For God says, an acceptable time, at an acceptable time I have listened to you, and on a day of salvation I have helped you. See... Now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. Our gospel reading this morning comes from Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. Listen for the word of God. On that day when evening had come, Jesus said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that the boat was already being swamped. But Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a cushion, and they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? 
he woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased, and there was a dead calm. And he said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? This reading in Mark comes right after uh, Mark's basic core of Jesus' teachings, and it's leading into a bunch of signs and wonders to show who Jesus is, and this is the first of the sign and the wonders. And I love this. Um, The disciples are in the boat because Jesus has told them to be there. We're going there. And then he goes into the back, he goes into the stern, and he falls asleep. And the storm comes up, and he doesn't wake up. This reminds me of my father. My father, when he would fall asleep, you could not wake him up. It used to scare me to death. When I was in junior high and high school, my mom would say, go wake up your father. He's downstairs, theoretically watching TV, but he's just, you know, head back, catching flies. And, I mean, I would yell his name, and I would shake him, and you couldn't wake him up. I mean, it was, yeah, it was that kind of a situation. And so I, I just imagine that, you know, Jesus is just one of those guys that can sleep. You know, God bless him. And he's in the back, and they're absolutely terrified. And they wake him up, and they say, don't you care that we're about to perish? Don't you care about us? Don't you care about me? And Jesus says, peace, be still. And in the, in the Greek in this, the be still can also be translated as shut up. So be still and be, you know, peace to the people and, 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 and shut up see and shut up you. I mean, it, it can be translated that way, just like, why are you talking? Why do you have so little faith? Now, when I look at that, I've been on the, like Mary LaRusso, I've been on the open water when the waves come up. And it is just flat out terrifying. It is really, really scary. And he says, why are you afraid? It's like, is this multiple choice? Could be the wind, could be the waves, could be the distance from shore, could be the fact that I haven't said you know, goodbye to the people I love. You, you know, drop a list and I'll just start t- checking them off. Have you so little faith? The thing that I find interesting in Scripture, Scripture is always saying to people, be not afraid. Whenever God shows up in a big way, people are always afraid. The angels show up at Jesus' birth. The shepherds fall down. You know, be not afraid. Shows up to Mary and Joseph. Be not afraid. Why does Scripture have to say, be not afraid? Because people are How many of you know how many fears we are born with? Psychologists say that we are only born with two fears. 
Yeah, you know. You can't answer because you're one of those. <laughs> Anybody know what they are? You can answer. Okay. Different theories have different two fears. There are always two. That's interesting. Because the, the ones that I found were the fear of falling. Fear of falling. And the second is the fear of being trapped in an elevator with Jehovah's Witnesses. No, that's not right. That's, that comes later. Um, All right, so that, that, that was actually not correct. Um, the second one, as, as, I, as I understand, is the fear of, of, fall, of, you've got fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. That, and those are the two fears. And without, if you've got, if you're abandoned, I don't know if children have fear of abandonment, but if you're abandoned, you're, you're messed up forever. So that's not such a good thing. The other fears come with time. We, we learn them and we're taught them. And some that we need to be taught like the fear of fire, because if you put your hand in a fire, it's not such a good thing. So we actually have to teach our children fear. But there's only two or so, maybe there's four, but those two. But there's only a few fears that are inbred in us and the rest of them come later. And I've often thought if, if sin is understood in the Christian tradition and sin is understood in a lot of different ways, but for the purposes of today, and we can argue about this if you want, but sin is separation or alienation from, from God, alienation from um, ourselves, alienation from our world. Um, some people say separation, but I don't actually believe you can be separated from God. Um, I don't believe that's possible. I think we can live as if we were separate, but I don't think there's any way we can actually separate ourselves. It's like Psalm 139 or 6 or whatever that one. You know, where can I go to flee from your presence? If I go under the earth, you're there. If I go to heaven, you're there. If I go to the ends of the earth, you're there. You know, where can I go? You know, nowhere. But we accrue, we accrue all of these fears. And I think Scripture never labels them as, as, as sin, but I think actually anger and and sin, excuse me, anger and fear are two sins that we do all the time that separate us from one another, from ourselves, and from God. There's a woman that I spoke to, and she said, you know, I'm afraid all the time. And I don't even know what I'm afraid of. It's just like this free-floating anxiety and it robs me of my energy, and it makes me so I can't get up, and I just have this overall, overarching sense of dread and fear. When Jesus says, why are you afraid? Why are you afraid? You know, if you're afraid of falling, okay, I got that one. You're afraid of loud noises and you're a child. I got that one. But why are we afraid? And I think in this story, it's because we don't know who Jesus is. I love the Gospel of Mark. And I love the Gospel of Mark because the disciples in the Gospel of Mark are different. 
They don't get it. Over and over and over again, Jesus talks about the, the he talks about if you're going to be first, you got to be last. If you want to be the greatest, you've got to be the servant of all. The minute he's done telling this story, there, well, so uh, why are you guys arguing? Well, you know, uh, we've got to figure out who gets to sit on your right hand. You know, did you not catch what I just said? They didn't. And I've spent my whole life trying to figure out who Jesus is. And I don't know if I know the answer to that. I got to tell you, I'm a pastor, and I know the... I know what it is to be surrounded by the unconditional love of God. I know what it is to sit in a boat and have the waters calmed. I know what that experience is like, but when, you know, it's like, is that God through Jesus? Is that Jesus through the Spirit? Is that, you know, and I'm lost. I feel like these disciples, I don't know. And, and people study the Jesus seminar, you know, and, and like, what does he really say and what did he really do as opposed to what they, and, and they don't know either. And the fundamentalists who just believe every word on the page, they don't know either. We're a bunch of people who, we don't know. Do we? Do you really, do you know? I mean, if you do, I'd really, you could take my place. That'd be great. I still get paid, okay. But we don't know exactly who Jesus is. And we sit there in our fear. And I think the story is, is um, what I like about the story, is the disciples are in this boat, and they're not there by choice. They're there because Jesus says, get in a boat, we're going somewhere else. And they're from two shores, the Gentiles are on one side, the Jews are on another, and they're becoming something totally different, and they don't even know what they're becoming. They don't know what they're becoming. And the storm hits, and they're just afraid. Sound like your life? Anyone else have a storm hit? No one else? The storms hit, and then how do we respond to that? I love the stories where you read, and, and, and everyone should be terrified, and they're, and they're talking to the one guy who's not, and, he's, and he says, I can't do anything about it. So why should I, you know, I'm not going to worry. Like, I'm in the car. When I'm in the car and I know I'm going to be late, I am not a happy person to be with. You do not want to be with me in the car when I know that because I've hit traffic and I'm going to be 30 minutes late to an appointment. I do not get in a pleasant mood. I do not have pleasant things that roll around inside my head. And if I say what I'm thinking, they're not always the most pleasant of all thoughts. It just is the truth. And I'm with people who are just calm as a cucumber. I say, how could you be so calm? We're going to be 30 minutes late. They're like, the traffic is the traffic. There's not a thing you can do about it. You can get on your Google map and see if there's an alternate route. Not while you're driving. Your passenger can do that. But chances are there's nothing you can do about it. So why are you worrying? Why are you afraid? What do we pray for? What do we pray for? When I was little, 
If you're like me, you're like, gimme, gimme, gimme. God, give me a red fire truck for Christmas. When I was a swimmer, God, make me first. And I realized that didn't really work. When I got to be middle life, it's like, God, um, show me what I'm supposed to know. Prove to me you're there. Give me a sign. Give me a sign. How many of you ever had that prayer? And how many of you got those signs exactly when you wanted them? And then later on in life, you learn that if you're, I'm, I'm starting to learn this now, where the prayer is just gratitude. And you know, if your prayer is gratitude, if you start with, you know, thank you that I have a family at all. And, and, I, and I thank God that my family um, is strong enough that they can be downright disagreeable. Strength of personality, that's good. Thank you, Lord, that they have strength of personality. And pretty soon you can, you know, God bless Johnny who is a pain in the backside. You know, I used to pray that my sister would be adopted. <laughs> I mean, that way my family and I could get on with our lives. You know, that would be great. But God never answered that prayer, <coughs> thankfully. And now I can just be grateful for my sister. I can be, truly, grateful for my sister. And what I find every day is if my prayer begins, begins with gratitude, I find a response to that every single day. Some way, it may not be from the heavens, but somebody will say something where I get the answer is, you're welcome. You're welcome. I think when Jesus says, don't be afraid, have faith. First of all, there's nothing you can do about the waves. And there's nothing you can do about the winds. He can't, but we can't. There's nothing we can do about that. But we can be grateful that we are in a boat with our friends, with someone who we would rather be following than doing anything else. And the response comes, you're welcome. Can we do that? I think if we can do that, the fear will go away. Actually, I was in Scotland, and I was in a car, and a guy who was driving was, had, had too much to drink. And we're going like 95 kilometer, I mean 95 miles an hour on these roads that are designed for 40. And I was right out of college and I thought, it's been a good life. It's going to end tonight. But it's been a good life. And I had this tremendous sense of peace. And, and when I got to my destination and I was still alive, I was like, wow, thank you. <laughs> And, you know, you get the, you're welcome. Jesus says, don't be afraid. And you will find yourself in that boat. And praying to Jesus won't save you from being in a boat where there's winds and water coming over the sides. You will always find yourself at one time or another in that boat. But if you can find gratitude, even in that moment.
you can find ways of hearing the response of God. You're welcome. Why are we afraid? Why are we afraid? Just be grateful for what we have, and the rest will take care of itself. Amen. Your program. Lord of wind and sea, we turn to you when the storms of life threaten to overwhelm us. We cry out to you in our need when the howling winds threaten to sweep us away. Give us your peace, mighty one, and silence the fears within our troubled hearts that we may find our quiet center and find strength for the journey. Amen. Feel free to clap, sing, and celebrate along with me if the spirit moves you. Put your hand in the hand of the man who still the water. Put your hand in the hand of the man who calmed the sea. Take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently. Put your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. Every time I look into the holy book, I want to tremble. When I read about the part when the carpenters cleared the temple. For the buyers and the sellers were no different fellows than what I profess to be. And it causes me shame to know we're not the people we should be. So put your hand in the hand of the man who still the water. Put your hand in the hand of the man who calmed the sea. Take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently. Put your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. My mama taught me how to pray before I reached the age of seven. She said there'll come a time when there'll probably be room in heaven. But I'm feeling kind of guilty about the number of times it takes to do what we must do. We forget what he said when he found that he'd still make room. Oh, put your hand in the hand of the man who still the water. Put your hand in the hand of the man who calmed the sea. Take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently. Put your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. Everybody. Put your hand in the hand of the man who stilled the water. Put your hand in the hand of the man who called the sea. Take a look at yourself and you can look at others differently. Put your hand in the hand of the man
Galilee. Put your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. In the United Church of Christ, communion is open to all. We serve both.